0: Welcome to Sounding Board, the It's Not Just You podcast. Nick, was that any better?
1: That's definitely less wordy. Um, but do you understand it? I do, but I'm trying to think objectively whether or not that's enough. Um, it, it, it's not just you, the world really has gone to shit podcast. It's wordier. Yeah, uh, it is to the point, but not quite as succinct. Anyway, I get, I get what you're saying. This is for people... You're not the only
0: one. You're not the only one out there. The yeah. world has gone mad, but there are a few of us left. Podcast. <laughs> only that's,
1: only that's a really, man. really tiny number of us.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, we're doing this uh, remotely today. I'm not sat in your house. You're not sat in my house. Uh, and that's because um, we've had some positive test results in our office. Uh, so, uh, so we've decided to do this remotely.
0: Yeah, and I've got a bit of a cold, and
1: I don't want to give you. I, I think I think I've already passed it on to you. I right, think, okay. I think you've got coronavirus. That's that's what I think.
0: I still have my taste and smell. Well, and this is the interesting thing. So, um, I don't feel bad. I've just got a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of a sore throat.
1: I'm, I you know, I'm. I wouldn't say blasé about this, but uh, we have one person in the office who had symptoms of a cold for about a week then a second person who had no symptoms of any kind and then came down with cold and cold symptoms and a cough and so got a test and within two days was shown to be positive now uh, you know, this all depends obviously on whether or not you believe that's a false positive or not based on the numbers, uh, but assuming it's right. And I do now only because of what else has happened, which is that two other people in the office by that point lost their sense of taste and smell. And I find this particular symptom actually really interesting now that I've actually been around people that have got it or had it. Uh, because this is this is it. I, I've not known anyone. We, we've been a really, you know, it's been a been a very dead dead area here. That's not the wrong thing to say, isn't it? It's a dead zone. Uh, the East of England hasn't had a lot of cases, and certainly where we are hasn't really had anything at all. When you lose your sense of taste and smell, it's not like when you have a cold where you're all bunged up and things just taste a bit different. From the two people I've spoken to uh, in our office literally just lost everything no other symptoms no blocked up nose no feeling of congestion they just suddenly one of them you'll love this he phoned us up and he said so at the weekend um we went to a yankee candle shop and i couldn't smell anything (laughs) and i said well i think that's that's a pretty good test because you should smell a yankee candle shop from like right down the road Shouldn't.
0: Yeah, it's like the body shop and all these kind of places. Yeah, lush. you, doesn't it? it?
1: Exactly. And they said, and I went home, couldn't taste my pizza. So I was like, right, okay, pretty pretty sure that's what we're talking about here. Uh, and then the next person, the next day, um, put a brand new air freshener in their car. I was like, oh, this doesn't seem to work. I got someone else to come up to it who stuck their head in and went, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, so again... It's uh, it's a fairly it seems to be quite a binary thing certainly for the two people that I've spoken to uh, where they where they've lost their sense of smell and taste and it and it's not really come along with anything else um, so I think we've got three positive test results now and as I say we have had an odd symptom not a symptom this isn't just people with colds that that's an odd symptom it's something that stands out something you would talk about and go well this is really odd so I'm pretty sure they they have got it. It is clearly moving through the young and healthy population. Um, well,
0: so let, let's just let's just clarify that we're pre- you're pretty sure
1: they have SARS CoV two. Yes, no, not COVID. CoV two and, and COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're not. None of them are suffering. Um, they're not. They're not asymptomatic, but none of them are suffering. The, the worst has been um, a guy who. So on on Monday, he he had his first day off work on Friday. It's now the following Friday, and he's been ready to work since yesterday so he's spent time at home he's felt rough the other two don't feel rough at all so yeah this is this is what it is now this is uh, and it's certainly you know these these are they're all they're all in their 20s none of these are old none of them have got underlying health conditions well one of them's got asthma and hasn't had any breathing difficulty whatsoever Um. So, yeah, what we've decided to do is send, send people home because otherwise we're personally liable for all sorts of nonsense with all the latest, uh, uh, the latest rules. Uh, we've been back in the office for some time. We're key workers. We're keeping internet infrastructure going. But we have kind of cut the number of people in the office now this week down by about 75%. And then after 14 days of, you know, have you got it? Should you isolate or not? All of that. Then, then we'll all go back in again, knowing that we can do the same thing again if there is another outbreak, I suppose the, the term is. Um, albeit, practically speaking, the best thing that we could do as a business if they didn't have these regulations and things that we could be sued for um, is just to let everyone get it. And if they're not well enough, then they go home. But if they are, everyone gets it. We're all fit and healthy. We're all young.
0: You monster.
1: <laughs> but anyway, that's the context of, uh, of why we're recording remotely. But I, I was expecting this to happen in April or May. Well, it um, should have happened. It should have happened
0: yes. in April, April or May, uh, in which case, you know, the, the fit and the healthy pick it up. It doesn't <clears throat> affect them. They're, yep. they're fighting it off in the, in the height of summer. You know, it would be yeah. May and June uh, when when they would have got it. Um, and they'd been absolutely fine. The weather would have been good. That have been, that, you know, you fired off coughs and colds far quicker in the summer than you do in the in the autumn. Anyway, I mean, I've had my heating on a couple of times. It's been, uh, it's been pretty cold. Not not perhaps the last couple of days, but a few days ago, it was really cold. I ended up putting the putting the heating on in the evening because I was a bit chilly.
1: I'll wake up the bugs.
0: <laughs> you know, it's 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 the worst time to be having this. You know, for want of a better term, second second wave. I mean,
1: well, yeah, it yeah it, this is. This is what the first wave should have been, or this was what immediately after the, the uh, that 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 initial spike should have been. This was should have been the, the the flattened curve, but they didn't flatten it; they squashed it. But you know, by by not letting people interact with each other, and the thing was, is it that well, the, I think, the I mean, not I letting think, people interact with each other didn't actually change the peak anyway. It just stopped the the nice slow trickle that we'd have had
0: yeah but the, the don't forget as well that the that i don't think the curve was flattened i think it was raised because think of the number of people so ah, the number ah, of people homes. that yes. the number of people that died in care homes yes. unnecessarily were something about a third uh the vast majority of the rest obviously all died in hospital yeah but the, yeah. the, the vast majority of those uh contracted covid whilst in hospitals so they weren't yes, coming into right. hospitals with covid they were getting it whilst they were there so if we, if we could just control infections better in hospitals uh, and, and isolate people similar to how they do in japan there wouldn't have even been a first yep. wave
1: yes but anyway i don't think we should talk about coronavirus SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, well,
0: okay, no, 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 I'm going I'm going to pull you up there. They are they are different things. They're fundamentally different things. I know so they, they are. SARS-CoV-2 is it's the not virus. whatever you
1: want to call it. Yeah, it's the virus yeah.
0: and you you can but you may not develop COVID-19. So
1: yeah. Well, uh, is it so is it worth noting that this morning that uh, one President Trump and his lovely wife Melania have tested positive for SARS-CoV-2 but Obviously, that's not the same. They 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 are they don't have any symptoms yet. Maybe maybe they won't have any symptoms at all. You know, everyone's talking about whether. Well, he's old and he's overweight. He'll have,
0: he'll have the best symptoms ever if he has any.
1: I you see. I think it would be really funny if he just gets it. If he has it completely asymptomatically and just fights it off and goes, see.
0: I know. I, I, and and, it, I and think he could. I t- everyone's saying, yeah, "Oh, but he's
1: and- 74. Like there, there are plenty. Of old people. There are plenty of people in their eighties and nineties who have made full recoveries or who have, have experienced this asymptomatically as well. There seems to be still this belief that as soon as you hit the age of sixty-five, you're gonna get hideously ill, and if you're lucky, you'll survive.
0: Well the survival rate is still ninety-nine percent for the other seventy-fives. Exactly. Um it's 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 crazy. But so I <coughs> I think I think what's gonna happen is you know, he might not be asymptomatic. He might have a few. I don't think he's going to get COVID. I think he's going to use it. He's going to say, "Look, look, look I'm strong as an ox." Yeah. yeah. So it's been said that I have the best immune system ever. I haven't said it, but other people have. <laughs> he'll he'll come up with all this stuff, isn't it? Isn't it a good job that that, that I got it and not Sleepy Joe? Because can you can you imagine what would happen to him if he contracted this?
1: Uh, see. You need he'll to say, work on your actual impression. <laughs> he'll okay. say all those things. He'll
0: use it as a form of trolling. Uh, it'll be it'll be fantastic
1: no one's seeing people we're not recording the video so they can't see your hand gestures (laughs) (laughs) um biden's been coughing what if he now has it what if he gave it to him at the uh at the debate
0: (laughs) yeah potentially i don't know about you
1: of the two it's biden that i worry about for health
0: oh of course he's barely alive
1: He's he's it's it's unbelievable. I, I, did you have you watched any of the debates or the debate? No, I I've seen probably no more than two minutes of it. Right, I did,
0: end. I did, I did watch a bit because I've been I've been off this week, uh, so I did I did watch a bit. Um So I can't comment on the whole thing, but from what I saw, so people people were so I, I guess this, this is this is the kind of the nuance here. So Biden. Performed much better than I anticipated, and I think much better than anybody anticipated he would. Uh, he was more coherent than he normally was. That's because uh, he had an earpiece in. <laughs> what? He has earpieces in all the time, and it still doesn't make him coherent. Um, but he was much whether whether they kind of doped him up on on you know I, I couldn't possibly comment or you know but whether, whether they kind of drugged him up to the up to the eyeballs. Yeah, because they didn't have drug like tests before. <laughs> um, so. <clears throat> He he performed much better than 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 I anticipated, but Trump still outperformed him. You know, there was the, the only reason people were surprised at Biden was because it was an astonishingly low bar. Oh so yes, no, he no, had to no, just not
1: come out and trip over his own shoelaces,
0: and that's what happened. Yeah, so he he didn't perform well, but he performed better than because everyone was expecting him to just completely fall over and catch fire, uh, and and he didn't. Uh, but Trump was Trump was all over, over him. He the, the, some of the some of the bits between Trump and the moderator were very very funny because the moderator was asking these, these awkward loaded questions. Um, you could you could tell that he he wasn't on Trump's side at all, and Trump was just saying things like, oh, so I guess I'm having the debate with you now instead the Sleepy Joe." And, <laughs> but he, he was on it all the time. Trump interrupted Biden a lot more.
1: And and Biden started thought, it though he did the yeah the first interruptions were from biden and so that that's one of the clips that i've i've watched
0: yeah but even that aside um and you know putting putting aside the the, the fact that neither you or i want a president at all uh, or think there should be one if you're going to have if there are two people in a debate one of them is dominating and interrupting and one of them is letting himself get interrupted left right and center which one would you prefer to be president Yeah, exactly you know, Trump, Trump comes off better for that. He I mean, doesn't come, come across amazingly, but he, he came across better. Um, he felt he looked much more at home,
1: you know, on the, on the debate stand. You know, it, it was... Can you believe that Biden said that Antifa wasn't an organisation?
0: It was just an idea.
1: <laughs> but can, can you believe that that's, that's what he's saying? It's, yeah, I mean, he's...
0: They're not... They're not one single organisation, are they? There are lots and lots of them, which is why he thinks cells, he can get away with it. Cells
1: like terrorists.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're, they're 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 not they're not. I don't think they're centrally coordinated, which is why he thinks he can
1: get away with saying that. I, but it's it's the same as anti-racism, isn't it? It's it's trying to
0: you know you could you could say that Al Qaeda is just an idea because Al Qaeda yes. are cells and they're not particularly coordinated. I think you mean they, were,
1: they never were. I think you mean. The Al-Qaeda Network of Terror. (laughs) Do do you remember when Tony Blair would only ever say it like that? The Al-Qaeda Network of Terror. Couldn't just say Al-Qaeda. Had to be the Al-Qaeda I remember.
0: I remember Bush saying that as well.
1: Yeah, Um, they probably agreed it in a memo.
0: Yeah, Network of Terror. Terror. Um, Terrorism.
1: That's Uh, going back a bit. Anyway, yeah, so the,
0: the, the debates are quite there, there are some amusing amusing bits in there um it's you know it's it's reasonably entertaining um it's not as good as you know other presidential debates um but i, I definitely that's a low think, bar itself well yeah yeah but I, I definitely think that trump came off better than than biden whether whether that's enough you know for, for
1: well look, there's there's more debates it's going to be interesting to see now whether campaigning is suspended in any way shape or form. Trump is now obviously grounded for 14 days, 10 days, whatever the US number is um, for self-isolation. That doesn't mean he can't do anything. He can obviously still tweet <laughs> and and hold all sorts of virtual rallies or, or whatever else. Um, so it's not like campaigning per se is going to stop uh, for the presidential election. Obviously, you've still got Mike Pence, um, who one assumes has been tested negative now and is, you know, not going anywhere near him, um, but what I what to me the interesting thing now is what if Biden tests positive? To me, it's not it's gone it's not about not about Trump now. It's what if Biden, if they what if both of them get it? What if both of them have avoided it and then get it in the final month before the election? And what if one of them doesn't have any symptoms? And what if one of them does? You know it. it I think it is interesting to play out the idea that, that one of them does a Boris, assuming that Boris had it, assuming that it was serious, assuming that he was in hospital and it was bad and all that kind of stuff. I don't wish a to like be a conspiracy Carol theory about it. Carol one of the conspiracy. But getting it seriously and it being in the run-up to the election, you know, if Trump or Biden had to go to hospital in the month before an election, that could change the course of the election.
0: It's it's interesting to 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 read on Twitter and to see the reaction to people or, or from people
1: with. There's you know, been with Trump some Trump getting... utterly disgusting reactions this it's morning. Been incredible. On TV, the, the from famous of people,
0: people. We, the number of, of people wishing him dead, yes, is just un, unbelievable. I mean yeah. it's I I I I'm I'm no fan of Boris Johnson at all no fan at all but I remember wishing him well when he contracted covid because you the same way you'd wish anybody well you don't wish that kind of thing on your enemies you know he was in intensive care you know virtually on a on a respirator um you know you don't wish that on anybody but people are just wishing wishing trump dead it's, well
1: it's- and suffering suffering yes. and death yeah uh, no it's it's absolutely despicable and it if it was the other way round, um, you know these people, these people are lauded. But if it was the other way round, and it was Biden and loads of right wingers came out and said it, famous right wingers, then they would be cancelled.
0: Well, so the two, two things. Yeah, one: imagine if it was the right way round and it was say Obama, you know, a few years ago, and yep. they were wishing Obama massive you know, double standards suffering. Um, that wouldn't be, you know, that, that wouldn't be tolerated at all. Two though, you got to remember these are the people that say words of violence yeah you know yes. it's, it's, the, it's the exact same people on one hand words of violence on the other hand yeah but I want Trump dead wait which, which is it which you know just pick one
1: yeah I don't mean it until I do uh, that's they, they want it every which way don't they
0: yeah it's the, the, the same people that think that that saying kill all white men doesn't is, mean, is fine Does, yeah. doesn't doesn't mean kill all white men but they take exception to all lives matter. Yes, it's, it's you know that, that's the level. Um, so who do you who do you think who do you think is going to
1: win? Up until the moment that he got coronavirus, yeah, uh, um, Trump. And now that, I, I, I think he is, I'm, but I, I
0: I'm, I'm basing that on the fact that all the polls said that Hillary was going to you know something like ninety five percent of the polls. I think there was only one that said Trump has a chance before the election. Uh, and I'm basing saying, this on everything.
1: I'm, I, I'm basing this on the sentiment as I see it, uh, and and the way that the Democrats have positioned themselves, uh, and and how they play into the hands of of the very people that elected Trump in the first place. I think I think that Port, you know, riots in Portland, you know, mean that he's going to win. And 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 many 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 other things. Um, so that that was that's always been my position, and it's got stronger and stronger throughout the year. To say uh, that that prediction is now dependent on him being alive, <laughs> and uh, and and it will depend on whether he gets symptoms, just come straight through it. Whether Biden gets it, I I think we're in for an interesting election now. Whereas I actually thought he was pretty much going to walk it.
0: Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, it's sleepy Joe say, Biden right?
1: is. I mean, that crooked Hillary was crooked good. Hillary was genius, <clears throat> but sleepy Joe, that's just fantastic. I mean, I don't know whether that's all him. I, I kind of, I kind of believe that it is.
0: I think it probably is. I, I think it probably is. Um,
1: yeah, crooked Hillary was, was was was
0: genius. I don't think. I don't think people have been calling him. Sleepy Joe as as, as, men, as as much as people called Hillary, Crooked Hillary. No, I, think I, I don't think so. Are. But
1: from the very moment he said Sleepy Joe Biden, I thought he just needs to do that as much as he said Crooked Hillary and, and he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, was,
0: it was genius. Um, it reminds me a little bit of the 2015 British election where all the polls were showing Labour in the lead or well, there, to the point you know, where it would be there, a hung parliament. So yeah, um, there, there was there was a chance that because of their kind of thirty five percent strategy, that they could have yeah. potentially limped across the line with just about a majority. Um, but I remember thinking, you know, really, are people that stupid that they're going to vote for you know for Ed Miliband? Um, and then you know the, the polls were all wrong, uh, and it reminds me a bit of that because yeah, obviously the polls have been getting better for. Biden. I mean, they've been kind of going going up and down, but there was a period recently where kind of Biden was getting stronger and stronger in the polls, and it looked like you know if you believed the polls, you'd you'd have you'd believe that Biden would win. Uh, But it, it, I think it's the, I think you've got shy Republicans or Republicans who just don't want to enter polls. Um, Yeah, I I think he's got a, I think he's got a very good chance of uh, even even now. um, I I think he's going to fight it off. There's there's something about Trump that. And I've, I think I said this on another podcast. All other presidents and prime ministers, after a, after a couple of years, just drop off a cliff. They go to sea. They look really old and haggard and tired, and that they've had enough. They get grey hair, or they they lose their hair, or whatever. Think of think of how young Tony Blair was when he you know looked when he first came came in, compared to like a few and years Cameron's. after Cameron, Gordon Brown, you know Bush. Uh, yeah, Obama, yeah. look at Obama. You know he's, uh, you know he he doesn't look. You know his he, kind of hair went gray very quickly. Trump looks fitter than he did in 2016. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he does it. I think he just doesn't care. He's like, I, I'm not letting any of this affect me. I'm just going to let it. Just yeah, I'm the greatest in the world, and I'll just do whatever, and then I'm going to have a round of golf and whatever. People are he just, he just does He's just unable to get stressed about these things, and he looks he looks fitter than ever. Yeah, I think you probably I think you're probably right. So um, I, I think I think there's something about him that, that will just he'll just brush it off. Yeah. Um,
1: That's the epidemiology um, opinion you've got there, that uh, <laughs> whatever Trump has, it should be bottled and turned into a vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Indestructible. <laughs> but but even a gust of wind. Indestructible. Anyway. So the other thing that's been happening, so I've been stuck at home a bit more. and someone's... So have you, been, have, you been,
0: have you been self-isolating now that the members of your staff have, have no? uh, tested positive?
1: No, no, no. I've been in the office three times. Um, that, and we've said to the people that are staying at home, this is working from home. You're going to work from home. If you get symptoms in the next two weeks, you will then start a period of self-isolation. And then you'll come back, and so either either after 14 days from when we started, or from when you get symptoms, um, then you come back. So actually, the first people to come back to the office properly will be those who've actually tested positive and got it for
0: sure. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, but there are still people in the office. It's just we've we've cut it down to just you know two or three people rather than um, you know 17, 18. Um. So business has got to carry on. But as I've been back home a bit more, um, I've been aware of lots more digging up of the road. So Uh, you've already had this. Now you live... I've already done mine. Yeah, you live quite near me. This is is City Fibre. This is one of the fibre to the home, fibre to the premises uh, companies that has slowly but surely been rolling out full fibre fibre to your doorway, internet connections across the country. And they've been doing it kind of city by city, rural area by rural area. Uh, Peterborough actually had, let's call it a first wave um, about about three years ago, uh, where they dug up around here, but they just, they went to the major business parks. Uh, And you could have had it residentially while they were on the way past, but it was going to cost a lot of money.
0: And they screwed it up, do you remember? Do you remember when they were digging up the road um, near the Lynchwood Business Park and you couldn't drive down there for a couple of weeks because they I think they cut through uh, some other cable or pipe or something? All sorts
1: of um, things. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't do a particularly good job. But you see, this reminds me of, do you remember when cable first got put in? Yes. Now, I can't even tell you what the company was late late eighties early nineties? It could have been so round company. here. So we live in Peterborough, it could have been Peterborough Cable Media because that then changed to Bell Cable Media, then to NTL, and then to Virgin. Is that right? Is that the order? Have I got that order right?
0: There were, yeah, yeah I think so. companies just-
1: going into administration, getting bought, consolidated, whatever. But the original company that dug up the roads, dug up the paths round where I think was like was a was an actual Peterborough cable company. And have you noticed that the technique hasn't changed at all? So I noticed that the
0: technique hasn't changed, but they have done a much better job because I was worried they're going to do exactly the same as last time. They're going to dig up the roads and then when they put the tarmac back down, we we're going to get like a hump um, and it was just going to be a really poor job because I remember when, when cable and wireless did it, they didn't, you know, obviously, when you put a, like a strip of new tarmac over old tarmac, you're going to get slight colour differences. Um, but there was it wasn't it wasn't even flat when they did it. Whereas I have to say, near me, they've done a very very good job, and they've kind of they've completely flattened it. It looks much better. Some some of our roads are actual bricks that they had pavement. to kind of take up take up the yeah take up the blocks and then and then put them back again. Uh, they there is a small box uh, on my on my property. I remember right. having. So a, this pavement. is
1: a little like a little inspection hatch type thing. This is like the yeah. end, the end point flap. So yeah you're only talking about... something a few inches you're not talking about a green cabinet or anything like that. No nothing like
0: that it's it's it's, complete, it's uh, so I've there there's a corner as you drive into my driveway there's a corner that just has some shale on there uh, so they just kind of dug up a small area and we're talking like a, a, a few inches. Yeah. Uh, they kind of dug up there put that in and then flattened it all off and you'd, you'd never know it was there. Yeah. And it's literally just on the corner of, of, of my legs. So I remember having a word saying, look, what exactly are you doing? Because I wasn't sure whether I wanted it there or not. And I said, no, it's going to be
1: like three or four inches. You won't you won't tell it's there. So you still be able to cut the corner. I've been... Absolutely fine. I've been walking around all the streets around here because obviously, you know, they did the leaflet drop. They said this was coming. They said that there's be obviously some road closures and, you know, disruption and stuff like that. Um but they've done my street, one of the last in this in this area, and so I've been going around watching what they've been doing. I don't actually think they have been doing a particularly neat job um, compared to Virgin Media. I know that they've been flattening things down fairly nicely, but I think that the actual job of cutting up the paths and the road, I think, is is not neat at all. They've not been using a nice straight lines. I don't okay. think they've done a, I don't think they've done too bad a job when they've been in the grass verge. And they've been they've been sorting that out, I think, pretty well. But as soon as they hit the paths and the roads, I don't think it's actually been as as, as good at all. I wonder if but, they've got different
0: groups of people doing it, though.
1: They? Oh, they have. They, they, there's about five teams. Right, round
0: ours, ours were really nice, really really neat. They were really right, really, really right. polite. Um, you know, they, they didn't well, shut the. Well, road. get on that. As soon that. as you wanted to drive past, they would get all the machinery out of the way. Yep. Yeah. You know, wave you pass and then they get back to work again. There was, yeah, they were really, and they would work long hours. They were, they were working at least 12-hour tw- uh, day, days. Young Eastern European lads, really friendly, really nice guys. Right. You know, I, I, I was genuinely, genuinely surprised because I was expecting it to be absolutely awful. Carnage,
1: yeah. Well, so you've got block pay, a lot of block paving on the yep. roads in your street. Um, so has um, brother number three. Um, but when I went and visited him the other day, um they've really torn up the place over there and and you can see where on the block paving they've gone right around the edge and there's sunken bits and gaps and it doesn't, doesn't it doesn't look good it doesn't look good and i don't i think within a couple of years it's gonna it's it's gonna look you know much much worse um but you see there they've not from what I can see, they've not gone on anyone's land even to put that little box. They've done it on right. the road, and I am was quite surprised at that. Now, see, what we're talking about here is the cable that runs up to your house. They've still got – if you want to actually get this fiber service and have your super fast gigabit speeds, whatever, whatever, they've still got to dig from that box, the, the, your closest one, to your house – so you're still going to have disruption, and you're still going to have. We haven't talked about the costs of this to a consumer yet, but you're still going to have to pay for them to dig up to your house to actually get the cable all the way there, and then the monthly fees for this are high as well because it, it is bigger and faster um, than uh, than just your regular fiber broadband um, or ADSL type connections. I mean, this as you know, this is this is this is my industry. This is what. You know, this is what we do. We're not we're not an infrastructure provider in the sense that we we don't own any cables. We're not digging up the ground or anything like that. Um, but we're a connectivity provider. And so we are taking lines like these, putting special software on the top and, and doing the rest. So we know everything about this stuff. Um, in our street, so obviously they've been going on paths where there have been paths. If there's a path outside your house, then they'll dig up the path and that's all they do. We don't have a path on our side of our street. There's a path on the other side. So you just assume, well, that's where they're going to do the digging then. And in fact, you can still see where the old cable ducting was put in because the the paths have not been resurfaced since then. Now, and I've been ready. I've been ready to park my car right on the edge of my driveway, which is nice new tarmac. You know, we paid to have a lovely new drive with a block paved edge. I was ready to stick my, my car there and say, not on my land. <laughs> and and my wife said, they'll be fine, they will be fine, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. The day we're shutting the office down, so I had to be in the office and sort things out, was the day that they just march up and start spray painting on our drive. And yeah. And so my wife jumps outside and says, Hello, 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 what's going on here? Uh, and they're like, yeah, yeah, this is where you put in the box. We're putting it there, and we're coming across here. And she went, coming across the drive. No, you're not. And I went, yeah, I'm yeah, coming all across here. This house, that house, the next house, got to come across all across there. And she went, no, we don't want it. Don't want it. You not go on the road. Go on the road. Go on the path. Don't come on our drive. Oh well, we don't. Yeah, well, I mean, we can. We can do it. We're allowed to do it. You know, we've agreed with the council, and this is where you learn. Obviously, we've we've been aware of this. You don't actually own your land. Or yeah, there's least, no such
0: thing as private property.
1: And, and I don't know how many people know this, but there is a strip. It's like a the first meter. It's yeah. I, th- I thought it's
0: it's quite. It's like meter, meter and a half. It's it's yes, quite. Yes, they, where
1: they're, they're, utility companies have permission to dig to put utilities in, and so they've had they've been granted what are called code powers um, to dig. Now. 've got I mean, we've got we've got block paving we've got grass we've got bushes trees old tree stumps tarmac all sorts of things between the kind of three or four houses on our little row and and in the end the guy was saying look yeah you know, we don't want to you know we don't want to piss anyone off um, but it costs us way more money to dig on the road um, and, and you know looking at the fact that you've got the trees and bushes and all this kind of stuff, Um, we'll probably go on here but i need to wait for my supervisor finally a few hours later supervisor arrives um and um and says yeah okay we'll we'll go on the road but not after saying basically because i'm really nice to you it was like we're doing you a favor and I said, she, Caroline's re- relaying this to me over the phone a few times during the day because I'm like, I'm ready to come back. I'm ready to come back and stand there and say no. And I'll stand there until they go away. <laughs> um, but they're saying, oh, well, yeah, we don't have to dig as, as, as deep when we do it on your land. Uh, but we've got to dig a lot more on the on the road, so it costs us more money, etc. And I said, it'll cost them a lot more money. To dig on our land because they'll have to remove us from it. And they'll have to go and sort out the legal proceedings in order to do that. Uh, and and forcibly remove us from our own land in order to do that. So I think they'll back down. And they haven't taken it all the way. They haven't gone nuclear or anything.
0: But well, they'd have, they have to remove your car for a start. Yes. And my oh, car. Well, I, would,
1: <laughs> I I would, you know, I'd be going and buying some very large rocks to just dump on the end. You know, I yeah, sure. I would be making Follow this. Let, let alone pitching a tent and turning into swampy. Um in, in order to protect my land. Now I, I I don't have an objection, far from it, from having more than one communication utility supplier. Because right now we effectively have a monopoly in the copper cables that run to your house with open reach, which was You know, it's just the the, the cables arm of BT, PLC, uh, even though there's been this semi-structural separation or whatever and calling it open reach. It's a government-sponsored, regulated monopoly. That means quality is poor and everything would be cheaper and everything would be better if there was more competition. But I think I have a right as to whether or not someone digs up and sticks pipes and cables on my land. Well, you don't. Exactly. Legally, I don't. It's now, ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely is. Um, but you see, it got me thinking again. Now, that, that's been a very long-winded way of getting to, to talk about the internet and cables and free markets. <laughs> but you know how, certainly on online... You'll you'll just have the, the the classic statist arguments back of what about my roads?
0: Are you are you talking about who will build the roads? But
1: but who will build the roads? I mean, I had one the other day, and it was well, who will decide which side of the road that you drive like on? That. <laughs> the
0: the owner of the road. The owner of the road decides.
1: It's it's hilarious.
0: You, it's uh, my road, right. we drive
1: on the left. And I said this, and I said, it's whoever owns the roads. But if we're transitioning to private roads, I'm pretty sure everyone's going to stay on the same side of the road that they've always been driving on. Because I'm pretty sure no one will want to suddenly change the side of the road.
0: Yeah, and in a, in a free market of roads, there will be lots of roads and lots of ways to get to places. If someone decides, right, you know, on my road, everyone's going to drive on the right and everyone's going to go on the left, nobody will use that guy's road. It will just This is how markets work.
1: Except, <laughs> are you aware of the only road? Certainly, that I'm aware of it. I think this is the right stat. The only road in the United Kingdom where you have to drive on the right,
0: other other than my driveway, which I've just I've just broken <laughs> in the
1: last thirty seconds. Then now you have to come in on the right. The second place, the the if yours is the second, <laughs> the first place is the entrance road to the Savoy Hotel brilliant isn't that fantastic now I've not researched into why this is there'll be some reason but there's if you've ever been there the Savoy is amazing okay it's a it's obviously a lovely lovely place and there's it's a bit like Ramsey Street there's just a road and a circle turning circle okay
0: well where they it's a drop
1: off and pick up place
0: yeah, and isn't that okay? So I, I, I'm just thinking about this because I haven't really thought about this until now. What about when you're coming across from France, uh, or no? Let's let's say you're going to France. E- either way, you know when when you're go, you drive down to Ashford and you get on the train. Yeah, and then you you know you'd kind of drive off the other way aren't there parts of that that are your, like, you, you, okay, you, so you go through passport control, you're now in France, so you drive on the right?
1: Uh, potentially, yes.
0: So I think there are. I think there are a couple of places like that where it's like, okay, technically we're in France, or, you know, we've we, made we France's <laughs> rules now. And it's the same on the way back, I think, when you come.
1: I don't think the Savoy is thinking about French rules. I, I might No, but wrong. I'm just
0: saying that there are, there are other instances of this in that you just yeah. literally drive through a barrier and, okay, now we're on the right.
1: Yeah, but my point is, no one has a problem with it. Everyone manages to transition to driving on the right. I mean, it's a quirky thing, obviously, and then driving back, um, back on the left again when they when they leave. So even the idea that there'll just be chaos <laughs> if uh, if if you drive on different sides, I think I think that's a nonsense argument anyway. Um, but the concept that everyone throws back, always isn't it? But what? Who would build the roads? But what about the roads? And I mean, I've wanted for some time to do uh, to do a podcast actually on the railways um, because the a rail- great example of something that started private and ended up nationalised. And I think if you were to ask people now, they would just assume that every train track in the country was built by the government, and that's obviously completely mistaken.
0: Well, no, it's the other way around. In fact, they, they, the number of, of- like branch lines that they've closed down. Yes. The beaching closures, closures. So yeah, yeah. There, 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 was, there were more railways, more track when it was private than, than now. Yeah. Track, track that's in use.
1: Yes. And there's lots of unused track that they could get back up and running again. Uh, or even if they replaced the physical track that, that the space for it, the actual, um, uh, the lines themselves that are there ready to go. Um, But it's the concept that you can have private ownership of a network. this is why I come back from roads to the internet. People think you couldn't possibly have lots and lots of different people owning lots and lots of different roads and have them all connect to each other and agree on things. And you and I know that's absolute nonsense. But I wanted to explain how the internet works in infrastructure terms because that's exactly... How the internet works. Thank the Lord, the government does not own in quotes the internet. Now, the internet is a is a is a fairly amorphous kind of uh, definition. Um, you can't say it's it's not like on the IT crowd, which comes up with this box and says this is the internet. Um, The internet includes the connections that we're on right now, you know, and, you know, I'm at my house and that's as far as this network stretches, let alone the fact that you've also got 4G and mobile signals and stuff like that. But as you get further away from the user, from you and I, from a person sat at a computer, all you end up with is bigger and fatter cables carrying more and more traffic from multiple users and you start connecting those together with other people's cables from somewhere else. And so a cable carrying all of the stuff from my street will then gather with the one from your street and then it'll go to a big fat cable in a particular region of this city that will connect up to a citywide one and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and the network grows from there. But it isn't just one single network like that. I've just described one way of aggregating up to a city level, but there will be hundreds of cables coming out of this city. Some of them will connect with the opposing network. Some of them won't. But then there are these central nodes everywhere, all over the place, where networks join together. These little routing hubs where there's lots and lots of equipment, racks and racks of what look like you know servers and routers or whatever, lots and lots of flashing lights, loads and loads of cables. And that's where all this stuff has like an interconnection, the, the equivalent of a massive roundabout, where you would join all these private roads together. And without government mandate, a set of common standards has been agreed, and these private organizations have connected their equipment together and do so and continue to change the network every single day of the year as it needs to change as it needs to expand and so i can if i i mean i could pay for a networking company to network mine and your house together and we could dig up the road and we could and we could do that but if you owned a company in one city and i owned a company in another Uh, and we had some other data in a a third place, we could decide to connect those three together. And we might do that with 10 different telecommunications companies involved. And there would be agreements between all of them, private agreements, contracts between all of them, and standards that everyone would adhere to, to connect up all the cables and all the routers to agree how much um, space there was for the equivalent of the cars on these internet roads. And it's all done privately. And before you turn around and say, "Oh, yeah," but it's just a virtual network. You're talking about packets of data instead of cars. These things involve physical cables. They have to go somewhere. Someone has to own the ducts that they go in. Someone has to own the buildings. Someone does have to own the roads that they might be under, or the the land that they cross. So, I think using the internet as the as as the free market way of explaining how roads could work, I think is is absolutely bang on. And just, I'm going to leave you one other thing before you say anything. Yesterday, one of the largest internet exchanges in the country, a a big part of Lynx, L-I-N-X, in London, went offline. Thousands, if not tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people yesterday will have all had their Zoom calls interrupted while they were working from home because a massive chunk went offline. And that's a place, and all they do, all that company does, is facilitate the connecting of lots of other people. They don't do any cabling themselves. They just provide a hub to allow other people to connect with each other, just like the roads.
0: So you're ending with, and it doesn't always work.
1: In that situation there, they fix their problem within half an hour, and if you want to compare that to how long it takes to fix a road, there be my guest. <laughs> uh, but in the case of uh, a very well-managed network, so the service that I provide through my company...
0: Yeah, this is, this is where you talk about how you bond everything together so that you have resilience. And it doesn't exactly. matter. You, you, know, you, you, could, you could have your we'll mobile phone, phone. And, and your
1: ADSL line and your cable line. Yep and your 33.6 modem... Imagine if when driving down a road and there was a problem with that road, you could just go onto another road instead without having to stop and wait. And yeah, that's the software that we provide and that's the the mantra and the mindset that the, that we use when we're delivering a network. And if the road network was fully private, and obviously for that, you'd have to have fully private land, which we don't have, Okay. But if there was a free market in land and therefore in um, uh, in transport, and I, I mean, the reason I brought up railways is because railways are potentially a much more efficient way well, yeah, of Well, yes, so I,
0: I, I think if it were not for the government taking over roads and railways, if it was left to the free market and there'd private be more individuals, railways. there'd be far more railways, far less roads, yeah, far fewer exactly. roads. So if um, left to do much, it much more efficient
1: If left to do it, then the network and the standards of that transport system would be better. You would be able to travel cheaper even though the way you pay for it would be different to now which is general taxation. Um, it, it would be better, it would be faster, it would be more reliable, there would be more choice. You would use the good roads and you would not use the bad roads. And and everything else that that comes from it. So you can be ready now to say, just look at the internet, just look at the internet, Mister Rhodes, Mister Rhodes, idiot.
0: Yeah, and I quite like I quite like the um, the Savoy. Uh, that's anecdote. a nice little factoid, but, that one. That's brilliant. Yeah, the fact that that just it just works.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. We managed to cover cov two, the U.S. presidential elections, and the internet as roads in a free market. That's not a bad podcast. That's,
0: no, not at all, not at all. Do you have anything
1: else? No, that's it for me.
0: Okay, well, thank you for uh, for listening to Sounding Ball. This is another, another podcast-only one, I'm afraid. Uh, but please share with all your friends, and we will hopefully see you and hear you next time. We won't hear you. We won't hear you, will you? You'll hear what, us what, next time. <laughs> I can't be bothered to record that again, though. I'm gonna, <laughs> that's I'm, fine. I might try and edit that out, but thank you. Thank you for listening.